I'm Julie Podowitz, CEO and founder of Grow Your Occupancy. Our passion is helping senior living providers maximize sales efforts and increase revenue. Join me as I chat with industry leaders who share their tips and strategies, and we'll have some fun along the way. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Grow Your Occupancy podcast. I'm Julie Podowitz, and with me, I have Danny Merlino. Very excited to have you back on the show. Danny is the Vice President of Strategic Development or Business Development at Grow Your Occupancy. Welcome, Danny. Hi, Julie. She's an industry expert in sales, operations, marketing, and an overall great person. So I'm very fortunate to get to talk to you almost every day. Um, Danny, I was on a coaching session recently with an individual who, by the way, invested her own funds in coaching for her own development, professional development, because her company uh, wouldn't. And I so admire that. Uh, so she um, was, I was asking her, you know, uh, how her month is, is starting and because her sales are growing. She went from four to four to five to seven. She's staying on seven. So from four to seven, which is great. And she was very down because the wellness director walked off the job like the day before. And she told, I'll call her Sally. She told Sally that Sally was moving in too many people, that she needs to slow down the move-ins because they were used to three, maybe four, and now Sally's leaning into the sales. And um, I would say, I you know did some drill down and asked her what processes were in place and where did she think some of the gaps might be and uh, seven move-ins, that's great. It shouldn't be too much right, to, to move in seven people. And we need to have those kinds of numbers on the, the front door, considering what the back door looks like, right? Um, so I'm going to ask you, so my mind always goes to systems and processes. What needs to happen? We think about sales, finance, operations, wellness, customer experience to move 10 people in. Have like a community system. Yeah. yeah, I think a lot of people think it's impossible, but it's actually so very possible if, like you said, the systems are in place. First, I think, though, it's a culture change, right? It's ensuring that everyone on your team is believing in your community and the services and care that you are offering. I always tell people if you don't believe in your community, your community is not going to be successful. And, you know, when I was in that operational leadership role, I would say, come to me, tell me the reasons why you don't believe. Is it a, a personal reason? Because I will be your biggest cheerleader and coach you all up. Is it a, our carpet is awful and really ugly. Talk to me about that. Let's, let, let's get you to believe in your community, right? right? So you have that, that cultural piece of it. And it's not just the department heads, it's every single team member has mm -hmm. to believe in your community. And then you have the systems, right? That all have to be in place. And it has to be a process that works for your specific community. Um, I see a lot of times corporations putting together a move-in process guideline, which is great. I'm really glad that companies, you know, have that. Mm -hmm. 
it should be a little flexible to tweak per community and um, be able to customize that a little bit. I hear so often, just like what you said, that you're moving in too many people. And um, I love nurses. I adore nurses. And I know the reason that nurses became nurses is because they love to help pe people, help our prospective residents. And I think we just need to have that reminder that that's why we're here to help people. We still in 2023 use um, sales and we use that word and people just, they think it's a dirty word. It has this you know negative connotation to it. And you'll hear me say a million times that sales equals helping people. You know, that's, that's what it comes down to. And I know that nurses want to help people. That's why they became sweet, compassionate nurses. Yeah. So, you know, I think that having a, having a vacancy, especially a nurse, it, you can get behind. It is the company's responsibility to have those backup backup plans. And, you know, maybe that looks like you're relying on sister communities for a time being, but I, you're right, Julie, I can't even tell you how many times I've been in a CRM. And all I see is waiting on assessment, waiting on assessment, waiting oh, on assessment. Yeah. And not only are we, you know, waiting on that, but we just risk completely losing mm -hmm. that individual to a competitor fall at home that you know, they wouldn't have fallen down our stairs, right? So um, having those, a backup plan in place and not just when the vacancy happens, all of the time, there should be a, a concession plan and um, training and promoting from within and always always having that, that backup plan. In a few weeks, I'm doing a webinar uh, with Katie Churchill from Full Spectrum. And uh, what we're going to be discussing is the cost of a vacancy in a leadership position. Oh, yeah. And a, a little spoiler here is that it's about $6 million in revenue, um, which is make or break, obviously, for a community, right? So it's, you got to have that concession backup plan in order to, to fill those vacancies. Or at least the, the have a plan when a vacancy happens. Oh, we're not having any sales because we don't have a sales director. Uh, moving it, uh, every position is so important. But being down a wellness nurse, a wellness director, it, you know, it's it's an SOS situation. Yes. It's worse though if your nurse or your wellness director is the only one that can do assessments or. So kind of turn, um, going back, so the culture change and the belief, I 100%, if you don't believe something, that you, if you don't believe in yourself or you don't believe in that you can do something, and maybe you're not even sure, I don't know, sure how to, how we're going to be, do, move these 10 people in a month, but we're, we absolutely can do this, right? If you don't have that done, right? So let's assume, let's, okay, we, we're, we're on, we, we are on board that we can do 10 movies a month. Uh, what's the, and we are, our positions, um, I just want to make sure because I'm taking notes. The second thing is make sure that each person kind of knows what their part is in the move-in process or the guidelines. Okay. 
And if a position's open, somebody else or another position kind of it fills in for that piece. Correct. Okay. Have that contingency. Contingency. Okay. Absolutely. What, okay. Great. What else? Marketing to the right entities, right? How many times have you looked in uh, a CRM and the activity log is so off script of the marketing plan? Yeah. Uh, and you're like, where, why did you go to the gas station and drop off a flyer? What are you doing? Right. Um, but it's marketing to the right entity with the right message and also knowing what's in your database, who's in your database already. So many times we hear, we need more leads. We just don't have enough leads. And then you, you know, open up their CRM and you're like, look at all these leads. There, there's so much we can do here. So it's knowing where that quote unquote low hanging fruit is at that uh -huh. point in time. It's looking at the, you know, dwell time or sales cycle reports of individuals who have already toured your community. So they've met you they should have fallen in love with you. They've seen your community and how warm it is, right? And they're at that, you know, 60 day mark where we've had all these meaningful touches already. There you go. Pull your report, Who look at those numbers and those are your quick, fast, you know, move-ins. Um, we see so many times too that we are, making just these cold calls or the just checking in, how are you doing? And that's probably like on your top, what, five pet peeve list of just <laughs> checking in. So that's on the next podcast. Okay. Pet peeves. Yeah. Oh, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, but it, it's enabling the, our sales director with those good discovery questions too. And we all get, get stuck. You're like, okay, I'm on my 20th call of the day. I have to get through these calls. I have to meet, you know, this mark. It's remembering that we're, we're talking with people, right? Ask meaningful questions. I used to, when I was a sales director and executive director, had a discovery um, question tip sheet up on my bulletin board. So it was on the phone in my CRM. And sometimes you get stuck in conversations. So I, it was questions that I could look up at any point in time in a conversation. And I could just, whatever I looked at, number 20, and I could ask that question to keep the conversation going. So 100%. it's ensuring that our sales directors have those tools to keep the process going as well. I was uh, had a conversation this morning with a, a different sales director who is, um, who they, the company hired a second person and this gentleman was assigned current prospects in the database and the new person is has the new ones and per what you just said the current database right should be the win it should be the i mean both are both are win but it was almost like he was saying well i can't move anybody because i got i got the database i don't have the new prospects and the to your point, if the post, especially post tour, you know, people who have been post tour, and that those are the people who may have been thinking about this longer than someone who's brand new. And 
that goes back to a system and a process and engagement and follow-up. So building, in order to move 10 in, six in, if you're moving three right now, 10 might seem outrageous, but doubling to six, okay, how many, you know, how many leads, how many prospects, how many tours, I mean, have that all set up right from the sales side. And it's not about how many new for my six or my 10, it's all at every stage, right, of the, of their customer journey, right? We so, love those one and dones, yeah, right? Oh, like, please. Yeah, sign me up. Give me one of those. And then who's- That's who's not how you're going to get to 10. No, you're not. And marketing too, um, for those prospects who are fewer in number, but much higher in conversion. I, I'm a believer. I still believe in outreach. I know some people say outreach is, is I don't like the word D-E-A-D, but outreach is, is so, you know, is done. I don't believe it. Now, yeah. look maybe, at yeah. your um, conversion ratios with paid referral sources compared to organic outreach relationship building. Yep. Those are nine times out of 10 going to be higher. Yeah, totally. I don't know. Is that three or four or five? Do you have another another tip? That was that was four ish, maybe. My my last little tip here for everybody is that there is such thing as a bad tour, and a lot of times I think people think, well, we got them in the door. The sales director wasn't here. We showed them around. We gave them the pricing, oh. and we we did our job. But there is such thing as a bad tour. So it is important that everybody understands at least the tour basics and having a tour tip sheet available for everyone in your community. Everybody should be able to give a tour that highlights your community. More importantly, highlights what your community stands for and the individuals in the community, your residents and team members alike. A warm, a warm tour. So it's important that monthly or quarterly that during your in-service time that you are re-training um, everybody of how to do a tour. I used to do it on a uh, monthly basis. And I always kind of felt, <clears throat> excuse me, like mother goose, because I would have my whole entire team. I felt like little duckies, like following me on this tour path with a tour tip sheet. Um, you know, we don't expect them to necessarily to do the sales director's job, but if they believe in their community, these tours actually just come naturally and everything falls into place. But we do need to help them out a little bit um, with a tour tip sheet and understand that there is such thing as a bad tour. A bad tour means that they left your community and they're like, cross that one off the list, right? right? And they're going down the road. Right. Or they're more confused than when they yeah in, which yeah, it's it absolutely can happen and does happen. And we, you know, we there are a finite number of agent income qualified at any one time that will even consider moving in. Let's not waste any of those opportunities and more importantly, uh, provide a substandard experience in our, for even if they decide not to move in, that it's, we, you know, we, we have uh, still a road to climb, I, you know, and, and what is senior living, right? To the, to the populace and every, 
every positive experience helps add, you know, add a, a little shine of light to that. And conversely, well, I might never move mom in. Those are five great, great uh, tips. And any one of those things, right? Just if, if you're thinking, oh boy, uh, I we don't have a process. We don't have a checklist, a move-in checklist, or um, I have an open position, right? Or uh, we don't have an outreach plan. We don't do outreach. Any one of those things, start somewhere. That's what I, my advice is just always to start somewhere. Um, so I wanted to ask, since it's summer, yes. what are you most excited about? Oh, well, you know, I kind of feel after the 4th of July, like summer's over. I don't know why I have this mentality. Like I'm processing like school starting for my three kiddos. Oh, that's true. You have school-age children. Um, in a month, in a little less than a month. But yeah. we have been at ball fields, you know, every single weekend. We started high school volleyball. Um, I do like to work on my tan. Um, Healthy yeah. though, right? You were sunscreen. Yeah. Okay. A little bit, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I, in Illinois, I grew up in Michigan, and I grew up in the age where it's sixty degrees, and, and finally, after the sun didn't, you know, in Detroit, the sun doesn't shine for four four months. I love, I love Detroit, and I, I love um, the the entire area. But let me tell you, we're all like roaringly depressed. April yeah, 1st, it's sixty degrees. You know, April twentieth, and we're out with the tin foil. Yeah, and bring it on. <laughs> So you look great. Um, you're, you, you, your children play volleyball and, and, and baseball. Volleyball, baseball and softball and, you know, camps this summer and anything to get them out of the house for a little bit. Yeah. And, you know, when you have whatever stage we are in life, that's, that's where we are. And if you have school-age children, the summer feels different. Fall. I always felt like the fall was the per first part of the year. I still kind of do. You know, just being. I think they're starting everything earlier and earlier yes. this year. I was like, "Why you have volleyball like in July? What are we doing?" But okay. Well, um, and just real quick, something fun. Where someone wanted to meet you, I certainly can uh, call. Of course, we'll give put your contact information up. Uh, I know you're going to be uh, at some conferences and doing some speaking uh, on behalf of Grow and sharing your knowledge. Where can we find you? Oh my goodness. I feel like anywhere and everywhere at this point <laughs> in time, uh, we will be at uh, Kentucky Assisted Living Association, Louisiana. We will be, where else, Julie? Oh my I goodness. You're going to Nick. You're going to I'm Nick. Going to Nick, and, yeah. Nick as well. Um, Smash. Smash. We'll be there. So it'll it? be a lot of sightings. I think you'll be in Springfield. Oh, interface too. in Chicago. Oh, interface in Chicago. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, there we will put all of those uh, links in the comments or however we do it. If you enjoy the Grow Your Occupancy podcast, please like and subscribe and share. It's how others find us and hopefully uh, enjoy the content and take something away that uh, either something fun or something very helpful for their business. And if you'd like to learn more, of course, please reach out to Julie me, Danny, any one of our team at growyouroccupancy.com and enjoy the rest of your summer, which is not over, by the way. Uh, you're right. <laughs>